Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. So there are some episodes where it's very clear cut to me. I know exactly what the title of the episode should be. It perfectly sums up everything in the episode and it's snazzy and catchy and it will get your attention and make you want to click and listen because I want you to listen to these episodes because I think there's really helpful stuff in them. But then there are other episodes where I go, what, what should this be called? Like, what should the title be for this episode? And then I almost have to kind of brainstorm. And so for this episode, it was going to be one of these. And I don't know, I, <laughs> I haven't chosen the title yet, so it might end up being one of these or it might be something totally different. But here's what I'm promising you. Once I share what I'm going to share in this episode, you will more than likely see yourself in what I share. And when all is said and done, I think it will be incredibly helpful for you. We're really going to kind of dig below the surface and pull back the curtain on why it's so challenging to stick to a diet. Like, why is it so freaking hard to stick to a diet? And why do people always gain their weight back? And why are people jumping from fad diet to fad diet to fad diet? Like, why is weight loss so freaking hard? <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about. So the titles I thought of were The Solution for Anyone Who Always Gains Their Weight Back, How to Not Gain Your Weight Back, the underlying problem with most diets, how to actually stick with a diet, or what makes sticking to a diet so hard. So you pick whichever title you like. But here's the thing. What we're basically discussing today, and you'll see why the title isn't this, is because it's so boring. We're discussing the issue of balance. And we're talking about the extremes. Because here's the thing. The extremes can only be effective short term. The extremes do not work long term. We are not meant to live at extremes. The key to success with your body and with life in general, the key to success and happiness and an overall enjoyable life is being able to navigate the middle and not crush some extreme for five or six weeks or two weeks or eight weeks, whatever. But what I often see is people hopping from one extreme to the other. They spend very little time in the middle. They maybe spend no time in the middle, and they're literally just frog hopping from one extreme to the next extreme, back to another extreme, to some new extreme. So maybe it's some super strict diet. They do keto or Whole30 or some short-term weight loss challenge where you know they're eating a half a grapefruit and one boiled egg in the morning and then grass and cardboard for lunch. Whatever, I don't know, but it's extreme and it's strict. And they do it and they white knuckle it until they can't handle it anymore. And then boom, done. They're back to quote unquote normal life <laughs> and somewhat uncontrolled eating. They were on and now they're off. They were doing it. Now they're finished. Some people don't even finish. They just do it until they can't handle it. And then boom, it's done. It's finished. And they're back to normal life. And, and this is not what this episode's about, but in that sentence in that statement is one of the massive problems. This is one of the biggest reasons people gain weight back. I just said they're 
finish, they're back to normal life. We have this false idea that we can do a diet, we can lose weight, and it's like, you know, getting a degree in college. I did the hard work, I studied, I put in the long nights, I wrote all the papers, I did all the presentations, and now I have my degree and no one can take it from me. That's not how weight loss works. When you go back to normal life, you're going to go back to your quote-unquote normal body that you've always had. Until you take steps to change what is normal, then you'll always go back to your home base. You'll always go back to what you've always been. Hopefully that makes sense. But that's not what we're talking about today. So let's get back to the extremes. The extremes, oftentimes, like I said, it manifests with a super strict diet. And people do it as long as they can, or they do it until they're finished. You know, whole 30. Well, I did it 30 days. I'm finished. Short-term weight loss challenge. Okay, I did it four weeks. Now I'm finished. Boom, they're done. And then they're back to normal with somewhat uncontrolled eating. This can also happen in more of a micro or condensed way as well. People, oh my goodness, I see this all the time throughout the course of like just a single week. People get super strict starting Monday. Basically, they undereat all week long. It's like I've had nothing but salads and grilled chicken, and I might eat like tuna and some celery, and like that's it. And then maybe they make it to Thursday night or Friday night, and it's on. You eat until you're overly full, you're just stuffed. Maybe you even feel kind of sick. You might even eat so much rich high-calorie, dense foods that it throws off your digestive system for a few days. You might feel super bloated, possibly even have diarrhea. And on top of all that, your energy is just crappy and you have a bunch of brain fog. So, of course, come Monday, you're ready. Man, all I want is healthy food. I'm sick of all that crap. Yeah, because you ate until you were sick because you just went from one extreme to the other. And now you're about to swing back to the other extreme. So you clamp down on Monday because you feel like crap from everything you ate and drank all weekend. Oh my gosh, if I never see any more wine, I drank way too much wine this weekend. I know that's the case for some people. And the cycle just keeps repeating itself. And these folks wonder why they struggle to get traction or lose weight. Throughout the course of every single week, they're hopping for four days. They may be killing it, under-eating, starving themselves to death, and then hop to the other side of the spectrum. And for three days, they're cramming in as much as they can. And there's almost this, while probably equally beating themselves up and berating themselves mentally, there's also a little bit of a sense of entitlement because of all the grueling workouts and the salads they ate from Monday to Thursday. (laughs) They're living every week at two extremes. Very rarely, if ever, going to the middle ground of food and exercise. A middle ground that is actually sustainable, but it's just not comfortable to them. And we're going to get into why it's uncomfortable in a moment. But that's not what they do when it comes to food or exercise. Now, speaking of exercise, this is another area where we see the extremes play out, right? Someone gets all fired up. Maybe they're fed up with their body and they're like, oh, that's it. I'm so I'm disgusting. I'm, I'm disgusted with myself. I, I, I can't stand seeing myself in the mirror. I can't stand stepping on the scales. I'm going to lose this fat even if it kills me. And then they start some crazy, intense, seven-day-per-week workout routine that seems like it's trying to do just that. Kill them. Work them to death. And if this is you, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're so sore you can hardly move. You avoid stairs because your legs feel like someone's been beating them with rubber hoses day in and day out. And you dread, honestly, sitting down on the toilet. Because you're not sure if you'll be able to get up when you're finished. And even just that one body weight squat down to the toilet can be grueling because your inner thigh and your groin is so sore from all the workouts you've been doing. 
The workouts might be a sweat-drenched, can't-hardly-breathe 30- or 40-minute blast, or they might be two-hour-long marathons of weights and cardio in the gym. Regardless, the bottom line is it's not sustainable. It's extreme. It's out of balance. So, guess what? It's just a matter of time before your body proves this to you, either with an injury or maybe you just burn out and you quit. Just like I described earlier with food, you've just jumped from one extreme to the other, from killer workouts, maybe six or seven days per week, to no workouts, no middle ground, because either you're injured or you're just sick of working out because you've been pushing yourself way too hard for way too long. And then the craziest thing happens. Don't miss this. Somewhere along the way, you become convinced that the extreme is what you need. It's what you must do if you want to make progress and get results. So when you finally just can't do it anymore and you're totally burnt out, of course you don't do something in the middle. Of course you don't do something simpler or easier, something that's just kind of middle ground. I mean, what's the point of that? It's not going to deliver results anyway, right? It's now officially lodged and cemented in your brain that you must do the super hard stuff to get results. It's all <laughs> or nothing. I'm either going to really do it or I'm not going to do it at all. I'm going to go 100 miles an hour until I can't handle it anymore or I'm not going to do it at all. And it's ingrained. That's the way it must be. You must do the super hard stuff to get results. That's a belief that gets ingrained that you might have adopted and you didn't even realize it. Stop for a second and think about that. Give it some really honest thought because there's a good chance it's exactly what is stuck in your head. Whether you realize it or not, it's probably exactly what you believe. And sadly, it's exactly what the majority of the diet industry also teaches. See, here's the thing. We are naturally drawn to extremes. It's just the way it is. And as you've been listening to this episode, you've probably nodded your head at least once, maybe throughout the entire entire time. But here's the question, why, right? Like, why are we naturally drawn to extremes? I mean, why are we so apt to go for something or do something that is so much harder <laughs> when there might be a simpler or easier option? Well, I personally think there are quite a few reasons. We think that it will get us quick results, but we don't stop to think and ask, wait a minute, will these results last? Like, how am I going to keep these results? Forget getting the results. How am I going to keep the results? Or maybe we think it's impressive and it shows how committed we are, but really, we're just trying to work super hard so that we can get back to normal life. It's like, I'm going to get, get, I'm going to get all this done. Back to the college mindset. I'm going to work really hard to get my degree and get back to normal life. I'm going to work really hard and get this weight off so I can get back to normal life. Uh-oh. doesn't work that way. When you get back to normal life, that quote-unquote normal body that you've always had that you say you don't like, it's coming back too. But maybe it's not that. I think another reason we're drawn to extremes is because we want to take advantage of our motivation while it's high. I'm really motivated right now. And you may not think this like consciously, but it's in there. I'm super motivated. I got to get on it. I got to take advantage of this because we know it eventually always runs out. So we better get all the results we can while we can. And we'll do anything to get those results. We'll do anything <laughs> short term. But I think the biggest reason that we are drawn to the extremes is because of our brain. 
and what can really infect our brain. I think the biggest reason we are drawn to extremes is because of anxiety. What you probably never think about is the fact that the extremes seem to leave you with very few questions to answer. The questions are already answered. It seems like they're already answered, and the answers are usually no. <laughs> can I have a piece of whole wheat bread while I'm doing keto? Nope. Can I take an extra rest day while I'm doing that 75 hard challenge where I'm supposed to work out 75 days in a row? Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. The questions are answered. Everything is so clear-cut and predetermined for you that it seems easy because there are no questions to be answered. It's all done for you. And that's really nice, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's really nice until it collides with real life. Because when all the questions are answered, it may seem like there's less chance for you to mess up, less chance for you to screw up. Like, I, I don't, I just need to do what they say. But there's also, don't miss this, there's also zero flexibility for you to mold the program to your life or to the curveballs that life throws at you. Extreme diets are like a dictator diet. <laughs> do it this way or don't do it at all. And if you mess up, you get back to perfect as quickly as possible, or you might as well just quit. It breeds, reinforces, and teaches all or nothing. You have to be 100% on, all in, executing perfectly, or you're totally off, and you might as well do none of it. We're tricked into thinking it will be easier or simpler to follow because the questions are answered and we don't have to think as much. But... You're also giving up the freedom to think and make your own decisions and adjust the program to your life in a way that is sustainable yet will still bring results. So what does all this have to do with anxiety? Like, wait a minute, Corey, I, that, that kind of makes sense. I'm, I think I'm tracking with you, but you said the reason we're drawn to extremes is anxiety. What does this have to do with anxiety? Look, for many of us, we're just exhausted. We're so tired of constantly taking care of things, hoping we're doing things right, always making decisions that are impacting our life or our family's lives. Again, hoping and praying we're making the right decisions and we're doing the right things. We are so tired and exhausted from that nonstop process that an extreme approach actually seems appealing because, again, all the questions are answered for us and it seems like, well, we don't have to worry about it. I'll just do it. At least that's how our brain sees it. But in reality, there's a very, very big part we miss. Execution. <laughs> All the questions may be answered, but we still have to take action. We still have to actually do the program or diet or workout. We have to try to fit it into our life. And like I said earlier, it seems all good until it crashes into our real life and all the curveballs and ups and downs that real life throws us. And suddenly, if we're really honest... We'd like to have some flexibility and freedom to make decisions that will help us in the long run. And since we don't have that freedom or flexibility, that's why we quit. The extremes, my friend, seem certain. And we crave certainty because stress and anxiety are fueled by uncertainty. Uncertainty is like fertilizer for stress and anxiety. So the extremes seem like a breath of fresh air. It seems like a magical cure because there appears to be no uncertainty that you have to deal with. The extremes seem certain. The middle, 
the middle is uncertain. <gasps> yeah, it's full of uncertainty because you must make decisions to keep yourself in the middle. It's like driving a car. Sure, you can just slam your car against the guardrail and press on the gas and you really don't have to steer at all. You don't have to keep your car on the road. The hard, unforgiving guardrail will do all the work for you. Just like that extreme diet says it will do all the work for you. Just keep pushing ahead. Just keep pressing the gas. But the guardrail is also going to do incredible damage to your car. And it will eventually break down and quit. Just like you will eventually break down, burn out, and quit if you're trying to live at the extremes. The middle may seem like it's full of uncertainty, but please, my goodness, please don't miss this. The middle is also full of incredible, wonderful freedom and flexibility. And that freedom and flexibility in the decisions that it requires may seem daunting or troublesome at first, like, oh, the last thing I want is to have to make more decisions. The last thing I want is to have to think more. But it's the only way true long-term success happens. True weight loss success and success in general doesn't come from rigid structure or rules or extremes. It comes from flexibility and freedom. It comes from embracing the freedom to do anything and eat anything you want, but intentionally choosing to do enough things and eat enough things that will move you toward your goals and make you feel the way that you really want to feel. Healthy, happy, and full of energy while still being in the middle, while still being in balance overall so that you can still enjoy all the good things in life. Living in the middle and navigating that freedom is the only way true success happens. Because whether you realize it or not, your life is not one big extreme. We all naturally want the peace and freedom and flexibility that comes with the middle. Because in the middle is balance. And balance, while it may sound super boring, balance just makes everything better. It can just be tough to achieve sometimes. I fully admit that. One of my favorite things to remind my clients is this. When you're in balance, there are no wrong choices. There are no bad choices. Regardless of what you're choosing, dessert or broccoli, sleeping in or working out, there are no wrong or bad choices as long as you're in balance. Only once you're out of balance do choices become wrong. Because then if you're out of balance and you make the wrong choice, it might be pushing you further in that direction, further out of balance. It's time to make a choice to bring you back towards balance, back towards the middle. Now, that doesn't sound nice and happy and fun, but it's 100% true. And I'll be 100% honest. It's not always easy to maintain. Sometimes you must make tough decisions and exert some self-discipline and willpower to get to the middle or to stay in the middle. But floating in that magical middle ground is really a beautiful thing that brings wonderful peace of mind with food and your body and the whole process of losing weight. For a lot of people, especially those who are engulfed in all or nothing thinking, it seems hopeful. They're like, oh, maybe, oh, yeah, I think I see what this guy's saying. Oh, that's, that's encouraging. Maybe the, that's hopeful. I'm excited about this. But it also seems scary. And once we really dig down to discover why it seems scary, we realize it's because we don't trust ourselves. <laughs> we don't trust ourselves to make the right decisions to keep ourselves in the middle. Because we've fallen for the extremes and we've fallen to the extremes so 
many times. Now, right here may be an area where you're feeling a butt Corey coming on. It's the butt Corey portion of the podcast. But Corey, hold on, man. That seems hopeful and good. And yeah, middle, oh, I need to strive for the middle, balance, blah, 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 all that. But man, you don't get it. The, the, I don't want to be in the middle. I need to lose freaking weight, dude. Like being in the middle sounds like maintenance. And that's nice and all, but I need to lose weight first. And then I'll try to find the middle. Then I'll work on maintaining. <laughs> okay, um, good luck. How many times has that worked for you in the past? How many times have you done that extreme diet? And, and then after you finish, you go, okay, I lost my 20 pounds. I may want to lose maybe five more, but like, oh, I'm getting sick of this diet. So let me try to work my way into the middle. How many times has that worked in the past? How many times have you seen it work for others? Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying it can't work that way. I'm sure it has maybe for some people somewhere. I'm just saying it's very, very rare. From a psychological and biological perspective, it's very tough to do. Because when you go extreme, you're ingraining mentally all or nothing. And then trying to find balance in the middle later on, well, your brain and the bully in your brain is just going to scream against that. Scream at you. What are you doing? You're a failure. You can't do this. You're gaining weight back. <gasps> What's going on? Plus, that's not all. When you're losing weight really fast from some extreme approach, your body doesn't like that. It's going to rebel by possibly slowing your metabolism or increasing your hunger and cravings. I talked about this in a recent podcast. So it's a one-two punch against you psychologically and biologically when you try to go extreme first and then try to find the middle later. And here's what I want you to understand. Don't miss this. You can and will lose weight in the middle. The middle is not just maintenance. You can and will lose weight in the middle without going to extremes. The weight loss is slower, yes, but it also tends to be more consistent, much less stressful, <laughs> contrary to what our brain tells us when we're reaching for that extreme option because it seems certain and the middle seems uncertain. Contrary to that, when you truly start to navigate the middle and figure out how to do it, the weight loss tends to be more consistent, much less stressful, and much more long-term. It's what we do in my inner circle coaching group. We intentionally slow the process down. If you think of your body and its homeostasis or equilibrium as like a straight horizontal line, think of like balancing a pin on your finger. We want to just gently tilt it towards weight loss. Nothing extreme, nothing crazy, just smart daily and weekly decisions, smart daily and weekly actions that barely tilt the scales in our favor. No pun intended. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's tilting those scales in our favor too. But we just want to barely tilt things towards weight loss. And, and here's the thing, guys. It's not super glamorous or flashy, but it works. And like I said earlier, it is much less stressful than typical dieting, and it actually produces long-term results. So here's the thing. If you really connected with today's episode, I want to do two things that might help right now, okay? Pay attention. Grab your pen. Get ready. First of all, you know we always love to hear from you. And if you ever want to know more about what we do inside the Inner Circle Coaching Program, like how we do it and the setup and everything like that, just shoot an email to support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at CoreyLittleCoaching.com, and we'll be happy to answer your questions. I'll also add that email down in the show notes. But I also want to give you some real-life, practical, like, put-it-into-action-later-today-or-tomorrow kind of stuff. So... Two things right now that might really help. Number one, first of all, be sure to tune in next week because I'm going to follow up this episode with another episode 
about two very specific things that I see people get majorly out of balance all the time. One of them you might be able to guess. The other one, I can almost guarantee, will totally surprise you. So that's going to be a really helpful kind of sort of part two to this episode, okay? Put it on your calendar. Tune back in. Next up, number two. If you are nodding your head during this episode, here's my specific recommendation to you. I want you to mess up. (laughs) If you're currently doing some extreme approach, intentionally do something to bring it back toward the middle. If you've been working out two hours per day, cut a few workouts back to one hour. If you've been working out seven days per week, maybe take one or two days off to rest. If you've been doing some extreme, super restrictive diet, then purposefully eat a little more food or eat some different foods that are not quote unquote on your plan. And then here's the super important part. After you do this, listen to what goes on in your brain. I like to say, hear your head. (laughs) Like listen to what's going on in your head. Hear your head. Pay attention and see what starts flying through your brain an hour later, later that night, tomorrow morning. Are you tending toward all or nothing? Like, oh my gosh, I've got to get back on this. I've got to get back on full throttle. Or maybe it's different. Maybe you're like, oh man, Corey is so stupid. Now I feel like I've totally messed up this whole thing and I was on a roll. I was on a streak and oh, now I just feel like I messed up and I just want to quit. (laughs) Pay attention to all those thoughts and all the mental chatter that's flying through your head and then start questioning it. Question it with the very intentional purpose of not going all or nothing. Really the whole goal here is to purposefully mess up and keep going to purposefully mess up and not quit. And if you do that, then congratulations, my friend. You took a massive step away from the extremes and toward the middle. And you also began chipping away at that crippling, perfectionist, all-or-nothing mindset. So you should be very proud of yourself. I hope you'll do this. I hope you'll take action. And like I said, we always love hearing from you. So support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. Don't ever hesitate to reach out there. I hope this has been helpful, my friends. And please, whatever you do, don't ever forget that there is so much more to you than a number. So don't let the scales dominate your headspace or dictate your emotions for the day. Uh Uh-uh, you're better than that. You're more than that. And losing weight is incredible. I love helping people do it. And we do a pretty good job of that. But... Losing weight is really all about gaining life and living the life you've always wanted. And when you live in the middle and you find that magical balance in the middle, you can lose weight and still really enjoy all the great things of life, the food and the drink that you love. You just got to be able to navigate the middle and find what I call the magical middle. And you will gain that life as you lose weight. But here's the thing. If you've struggled again and again with the extremes, then there's probably a big part of your brain that's screaming at you. You can't do it. You can't be successful. There's no way. And you don't believe in yourself, but that's okay. It's okay. Just make peace with that because here's the thing. I've been doing this a long time and I believe in you. So you keep coming back. I'll keep working on you and we'll get you there. You can borrow my belief. We will get you there. Take care, my friends. God bless. Bye-bye.